Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem. And this is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. Oop, and we have a special guest with us today. Uh, I'm going to drop the funny on this episode. This is Marco. <laughs> I don't want to go by funny Marco no more. Oh, you, I, can't you to, oh, you know, <laughs> I can't be 32, though. It's funny Marco. <laughs> no, nah, but it's your brand right now. It's like you got to you gotta get to a point where you could just be Marco. Like, right. you got to get there. But for right now, can we... Uh, funny Marco, aka... Just Marco. Marco. <laughs> yeah. That, that. AK just Marco. So I heard you're from Kansas City, is that right? Correct. All right. What was it like growing up there? Mm. When you say like, what do you mean? I'm not doing this with you. <laughs> <laughs> I said like the childhood, uh like the like Like the, your teenage years. Did you spend your teenage years there? Yeah, I did. So what was uh, high school like? High school was very I was to myself a lot. You weren't like the Let me look at you at the camera. What's better? No, look at her. Okay, look at her. Okay, all right. Uh, <laughs> but no, it was it was more about like, I was to myself a lot. Did you play any pranks in high school? No, I didn't. All right, who played the first prank or joke on you that you kind of got inspired by? Uh, my mama. What'd she do? Uh, she said that... <laughs> Uh, if I, she said I wasn't your daddy. <laughs> yeah, it really wasn't. That. <laughs> it wasn't a joke. But I, I mean, I, it's hard to say because I actually, I, even to what I'm doing now, I watch YouTube a lot, and I wanted to do it. So it didn't happen on me for to do it. I liked it, and I was like, I want to do that too. So that's a good one because I was going to ask you, who are your creative influences? Mm, really, honestly, funny stuff. It's not really like a person. Like I love Dave Chappelle. I love. A lot of people, but I look up to a. I just watch a lot, and I just put it all in my mind and be like, I say I'm a recreator at times, or I see stuff that's funny, and then I go do what I thought was funny. Oh, so you get inspired by literally everything? Yeah, and make it funny. I yeah. like that. I look up to a lot of people. So, so the show is called The Ghost and the Underdog Show, Marco. And what we like to do is we like to put a spotlight and talk about like goats. So I feel like as far as internet comedians, you are. One of the goats Would you accept that? No <laughs> I say I'm an underdog still No, no, no Hit me out You might be an underdog But Dog There are comedians That will give their left nut To have the clout And the influence you have On the uh, Comedy culture You have to know that Okay Like when you walk in the room Like, you know Niggas know that's funny Marco Right So the point is that In certain words You're a goat 
in a certain world, you're an underdog. I get that. Mm -hmm. So the first thing I want to ask you is, and we're going to put you on the spot. I want to ask you, give me your top five GOAT comedians. Mm. Right now on Instagram? Nope. No. Oh, GOAT, period. That, GOAT. Okay, that's it, Legacy. You got Isa Abo. That started off. Uh, you also got Desi Banks. Um, ha Ha Davis. Um, who else? B Simone. Just hilarious. Pretty B. That's so how many, that's, no that's, that's, that was six. I so can I tell you something? Underdogs. I want to say something. This is why Marco is a shit. Because Marco didn't say Eddie Murphy. Oh, I'm thinking no, no, we no, talking no, about no, Instagram. No, no. Nah, stay with that. Let me go with this shit, man. I'm giving you some. You just okay. fucked up my whole fucking okay. uh, colloquial soliloquy. That I was, I was about to say some smart shit, but, but hold on. It's even this is still proves my point. Marco is focused on his world, bro. That's why he the shit. Like he gonna say Martin Lawrence. He said Desi Banks in his world and in the world that he is a star in. Those are the new goats. I just want to say that because that's like super important. But so Desi Banks. B. Simone, Jess Hilarious, Ha Ha Davis, and who was the fifth? Uh, we're going to say a fifth. Uh, who else? Oh, Supreme Dreams is a good one. Man. Supreme Dreams. <laughs> you you just sent me them niggas is funny. Yeah. Fun. Them niggas is. Yeah. They really, they they really are, low key to go yeah. out here. Like, they really low key yeah. to go. All right, cool. So now give me your five underdogs. Ooh, guys underdogs. that got up and coming guys that you like, yo, check out them. Mm. Dang, that's really good. Uh, I still. Uh, what, what would y'all? What would y'all say? Uh, Drewski at? I feel like it's your. It's your. It's your list. I feel like he's a. He's a. He's an influencer, but I don't know if people see him as like a comedian. He's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I say so. Drewski. Okay. Yeah, Drewski. We got. Yeah, but look, let me get off topic. Off of Instagram, you want to know who I really feel like an underdog? Uh, it just this, okay. Let's just what's his name? <laughs> it's uh, it's to do with the glasses that's under Kevin Hart. He played the security guard off Get Out. Uh, yeah. Know oh, um, um, what's his name? Come on, y'all, help me out. Uh, uh, he's got the glasses. I know you talking about. You talking about uh, he got the glasses. Rail, Rail Carter. Yes, you that who man. can kill the stage? Like on, like I'm. I don't just y'all gotta go watch the, like when y'all leave y'all gotta go watch him. Lavelle, what's the name? Uh, Rel, Rel, Lil Rel, Lil Rel, Lil Rel is great. Yeah. Like when I say die laughing, that's the one where you. Well, put I mean, on. It, it could be somebody who's on TV. Like Lil Rel is he's at that peak where he's about to go to the next level, but he ain't you know where Kevin Hart is. So he's a good one. Yeah, I feel like he's a good one. Then, that's the one where you can put on with your girl. She'll laugh. Yes, laugh your way into some. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we should do it. We should do a comedy show called "Laugh Your Way Into Some Pussy." I yeah. think that'd be like fire. <laughs> that'd, that'd, be like, that'd be like the 2022 uh, talking dirty after night. Like, yeah, laugh yeah, your yeah. way into some pussy. Yeah, that's hard. So that's real. Yeah, we got real. Um, uh, uh, T.K. Kirkland. I feel like he really like he is an underdog. He yeah, is. he should be in more movies. Um, who else we got on stage just killing it? Uh, du, 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 du. uh, curling his name is Cur that's the dude that the, vo the voiceovers with the animals. He got uh, he always do the voiceovers with and you didn't see it. Nah, we've uh, <laughs> seen him, but he, he's funny on stage. Uh, and cheating as Myron, he's really dope. I, I, and I t he's, I tell him, uh, I love him. But his videos don't do justice to what he do on stage. Yeah, Chino Myron is funny. He he the dude that did the video where remember the girl and her boyfriend was walking on the on the plane and she was like, "Damn, y'all in first yes, class." Yes. Yeah, that's Chino yeah, Myron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question. So, what's the difference between putting something together for a live audience versus putting something together for Instagram? 
Mm. Can you break that down? Because I, I get, I get. Like live audience, like if you're gonna do stand up comedy versus making a sit for Instagram. So like, what is your thought process mm. or your creative process? Uh, okay, How different. Okay, okay. Live is you're gonna get the reaction right then and there how they mm. feel about it. <laughs> <laughs> so on Instagram and just like with TikTok, it might be like ha 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 ha, <laughs> or it could be ha ha ha. Oh, hold on. So you can actually see it live, and you're like, okay, this ain't working. But on on there, you can actually see the engagement build, or it goes down. So that's the difference where you can actually feel it versus like seeing it. I got a real question for. You. I'm sorry, I got it. If th- if there's a 19 year old kid who feels like they're funny and they ask funny Marco where should I start what are you telling them to do uh, YouTube YouTube is always no, a, no. Uh, what are you telling them to do like give them some advice uh-huh. Com- so, comedic advice first off believe in yourself okay Realize, it's a mindset thing for yeah. sure believe in yourself and understand what you think is funny is the most important thing mm. I did what I thought was funny mm. and I feel like that's what works don't do what other people are doing and be like well if it works for you it works for me so actually believing in yourself so like no matter what you're gonna win at the end it might take three days it might take three years Yeah. so it, it depends up on you and your spirit like so no matter what I can, even if nobody else laugh at it I was laughing at it yes that's the one thing I will say about working with Marco Anytime we talked about our ideas or his idea, like we would like, it would take us 30 minutes to get out because we'll be laughing at this shit yeah. the whole way through. Yeah. Like it's like you and said. And they're going to do it. Exactly. So the number one is believe in yourself. Yeah, that's number one. Uh, consistent. Be con- uh, <coughs> consistent. Yep. Um, now give them some adv- advice on how to tap into their funny. Like, what would you suggest? Like, what did Oh, try, trying it on your friends. Just do random stuff on your friends. That Just random and be like, okay, that works. Exactly. So like uh, in, in off camera Before you do anything On camera Just try it around People around you Your mama Your friend And just kind of like Their reaction So I will call Ray And say some <laughs> funny stuff He laugh I'm like okay This is good <laughs> So and sometimes When you know it's funny Don't even tell nobody Just do it So they can be like Damn how'd you find up with that So I feel like that too So you gotta You, you gotta know how to do it So your friends will help you And also don't tell your friends And do it Because sometimes They agree with you Like yeah. you gotta call that friend That's really honest So let like, me ask you I got, another, I got a question I'm sorry. Like I love Marcos. So I gotta ask him. Give me your top three funny Marco skits. Say if somebody listening that don't mm. know funny Marco is you like yo, bruh, go watch this video, this video, and this video. I'll tell you mine too if you want me to. But I want you. To, I want to hear yours. Uh, well, a classic is Jeffrey. The blind guy where I fight the air. Which specific one though? <laughs> you gotta give us a specific one. Oh, where the lady when she pulled out the knife and she was like, oh, <laughs> so it was an older lady that I got and she was she actually pulled a knife out on me. That was that was a classic. Uh, signing people up for the army that was really good. Going up to uh, I was in an army suit yeah. and I was going up to older people saying like we got nobody else but you and it was like, and it was like we got an now elderly. You said, now you said no, you said it was an said, elderly war. No, you said no, you said we got it's the old war. We yeah. you fighting the old war, but. <laughs> so I say there's like older people fighting, so we only it was an age limit that they had to be in it, so we had to recruit them. Uh that, that was a great one. Um and the Bluetooth Willie, where I talk to people uh, and I look them dead in their face and we talk them back. <laughs> well, I was talking to this dude about his church. He was an older man. I was just like, oh, the church at the same no more. He's like, down at the grave. I'm like, yeah, damn, I'm talking to him. He like, he's giving me all the scoops on the preachers. And I'm like, oh, I'm on the phone. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm so sorry. So it was just the fact that even with the pranks, I feel like if people actually stopped and thought about and seeing what was going on, they'd be like, no way, this is, you know what I'm saying? Like you, yeah. you was actually doing that to me. But I feel like people are so quick to react. 
and say sorry. Like, actually look at the picture and see what was going on. As a person who got pranked by Marco, I totally agree. I think we that, need to like, find a way to cut to that prank in the video. I was sending it to y'all. They, by the way, they 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 actually have ran into each other in the past. She didn't know she's gonna be with Marco today, so we gonna we gonna definitely add that to the clip so they can see. I don't care this suit for no reason. I don't care. I don't come to work for every day for no reason. I don't come to work for you to come in here and give me an attitude. I told, that's, that's what's I, I told you. I told you the freezer was a little chilly. Like I mean. I, okay, hurry. We're not giving you $500, so you can either I'll take, I'll take EBT. It's hot in here. It's hot. I ain't got time for it. So where's the paperwork you need so we can get you out of here in about two days? So you the can city girl attitude got to go. This jail attitude that you have has to go as well. So how are we going to deal with these attitudes we have at the moment? We're going to play rock, paper, scissors. Oh, we could do that as well. I do that as well. Okay. Okay. You don't even know how to play rock, paper. Yeah, that was funny. But you are quick to react, right? So, like... How did I not know that was Marco, right? I watch his videos all the time. I kiki and I always wonder, how y'all don't know that's Marco? But <laughs> here comes me. I'm at work minding my business and I'm in serious mode. And I'm trying to stay professional while I'm pissed off. Like, And he's like, he's trying to give me an invoice for $500 and he didn't do anything. So he's like, well, I'm not going nowhere till you pay it. And I get on my real New York shit. Like, and he says some shit. He called me a chicken head or something. <laughs> I think you're acting like a chicken head. Yeah, you know what and I'm then after that, it was, it was all best. Then he was like, you want to do rock, paper, scissors? I'm like, yeah, we could do that. Like, I'm ready to go outside. I didn't care what he was saying at that point. I was just going off. So, yeah, I think feeding off humans and people's natural reactions and knowing how reactive we are makes for a great comedian so you were really smart to I'm gonna tell you my three Marcos my three funniest Marcos videos um one is when you was doing the job interview and you was like telling the dude like I don't like I don't look I don't I don't really like waking up before 12 so <laughs> don't have me doing that right and then your friend called you was like he's like nigga <laughs> and you like yo I'm on the interview right now hey what the hell was that Hey, look up and you like this motherfucker. Did they really think it was an interview to people that? No, yeah, they. I feel like applications away oh from the call me. God. He really does. Yeah. Oh nah, yeah. nah. That's the best shit on the internet. What he does is job interviews. That's the first one. It's one particular one where you run up to this guy. I always tell you about this one where you run up to a guy in a red shirt, and you like, what you want to do? Yeah, we, my man, we right here with a red shirt, and he, yeah. and he looks at you like. Yeah. Cause you kinda cause you kinda walk up to him like, yo, hold this for me. I gotta be, man, come on, man. You wanna fuck with me? I got a red shirt or da da. He looks like Yeah, he yeah, he I remember. That one okay. and I wanna say probably the other one is the one it's the ones you did with Lil Raymond, but it was one specific. It was the one guy who was like, Who are you? <laughs> Where's your daddy? <laughs> so I dropped the kid off with yeah. strangers and take off. Marco yeah. would Marco would like take my son to like Walmart across the city and prank him have him walk up to people dog it was crazy it was crazy it was definitely before the pandemic it shit got real when the pandemic. <laughs> yeah it was it got bad when the pandemic hit but then people always want to know like how do you know that it's not a prank if they're recorded so i got caught because he made it seem like he was working for a company and they had to record all the interactions so like during the <laughs> prank i'm like i see why y'all record his interactions he must get reported a lot like it just all <laughs> made sense like and I just fell for it. So you're really doing a good job at that. So, Marco, you told us who your goats are. Ray, can we hear who your goats and underdogs of comedy are? Um, all time? Yeah, let's do it. Um, I'm going to say number one is Dave Chappelle. Uh, I'm going to say number two is George Carlin. I got to look him up. George Carlin is fucking incredible. Uh, three, Chris Rock. 
um, four, I'm going to say, is, oh, man. I'm going to say Kevin Hart. Can I help you with that? Can Bernie Mac get in there? Bernie Mac. Hello. Bernie Mac, number four. And then, see, that's why I need this, because sometimes I feel rushed. So my my list, my five top five comedians is Dave Chappelle, George Carlin, Cedric the Entertainer. Oh, yeah. Cedric the Entertainer is so some reason. underrated. Like, bro, that dude is incredible live. Um, I'm going to say, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to give it to Kevin Hart. And then I'm going to say. Mike Epps in there? Nah. Monique is very nah. funny too. She should. Yeah, Monique is. Nah, not Mike Epps. Mike Epps is good to me, but nah. Um, he's movie good. Yeah, he's. some Because some people are great for movies. Like, Dave Chappelle is not great in movies, but he's great on stage. Yeah. Um, And then I'm going to probably say the last one is probably uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. And then my underdog list is. Is Desi Banks, Cat Williams. Yeah, I feel like Cat Williams to me is no cat. No Cat Williams. Cat Williams to me is underrated because it's always drama surrounding him, so you never can really just get to Cat Williams. It's like Mm -hmm. Cat Williams is the guy that has the bus behind him with some shit in it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It's like, is he what kind of space he in? Like, you know. So I would say Cat (laughs) Williams, uh, Desi Banks. I'm gonna definitely say Marco because Marco, and I'm not saying it because he's here, but Marco. I don't laugh with no human like I laugh with him. Um, so funny, Marco. Um, I'm gonna say B Simone because I know this girl. I remember talking to B Simone ten years ago, and she was like, "Ray, I do hair, I rap, and I'm I'm a comedian." I was like, "You can't do all three. <laughs> you know, I remember you said we that. We talked, and she was like, "I was like, you gotta pick one." Mm-hmm. And to watch this girl go from like having a roommate to like being a brand and a household name is like, how the fuck? How the fuck she did that? So I would say B. Simone. And then um, I think my last one, I'm going to say, I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm going to say Drewski. And here's why. Because I don't know why he's funny. He's a funny guy who's, mm-hmm. I don't understand. Like, I understand, like, with comedians, you see something that they do and it's like, holy shit. But with him, it's like something funny about him, but I don't know what it is. Like, he's funny. And then. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna say my goat list. I'm a. I'm a. He's not a comedian, but I gotta add Will Ferrell. Yeah, that's my. That's my goat. But he's not a comedian though. Yeah, he's a comedic not. actor. Yeah. Like he's not on stage telling jokes. But like that's why. Laugh. Man, Will Ferrell is mm-hmm. incredible. So that would be my list. That would be my list. Yeah. But I like com- I like comedies. Period. Like I like funny people. Period. Like I rather hang around funny people than rappers. What's your favorite movie? Like comedian movie. I can't. I, that's too much. I can't say. I know. He got a lot. He I, know a lot of movies. I know a lot of movies, I but know. I will. He has a movie. movie. But yeah. I will say this. Will Ferrell will have to have one in the top five. Yeah, uh, everybody can agree with Step Brothers. That Step Brothers great. is incredible. My name is Dale. You know what I just thought about today? It was crazy. Of uh, because uh, I say our culture don't come up with like weird comedy movies. Like it's always relatable. Like with um, remember. From Friday, two boys that can't pay their rent. Like we can relate yeah. to that. To uh, from cousin fighting somebody or like uh, just it's random or the the cookout stuff that. We, but I feel like one movie that I feel like Ice Cube should get praised for is all, uh, all about the Benjamins. From a bodyguard to become uh, was it? It was it, what was he called? A body. 
Uh, no, he was a, he was a, um, a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter to come partners with the person he was hunting yes. with. It sounds like that's a white movie. Yes. If you heard of that, but like the bounty hunter hooked up with the friend, they it sounds like a white concept. So for him to bring that to our black culture, I feel like that was dope. It's not relatable that we can actually say we've seen that happen. We've seen two roommates struggle Friday afternoon. Yes. We've seen the cookout. Yes. Okay, we've seen. So I feel like that, he did bring that to our culture. I feel like he got slept on with that movie. Ice Cube is the greatest AR in comedic history. Name somebody who's p- discovered and put more comedians on. Uh, no. Nah. Think about it. Chris Tucker, Mike Martin Epps. Lawrence is really good. No, I said comedic A and R, meaning he put people on. Chris Tucker, Cat Williams. What, what's the mother sucker name? What's his name? Um, uh, he put on a lot, but he put on uh, Michael Blackston. Michael Blackston. Uh, he put uh, on uh, Mike, Mike Epps. Epps. Yeah, he yeah, put bro. On, like, uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. A lot of me. It's Ray. Can I can I ask Tucker. y'all a question though? Can, <laughs> Go what, ahead, Michael. You ask a question. <laughs> a question I want y'all to uh, know, and I was actually thinking about uh, which movie do y'all feel like is the best? What do they call that? Uh, like, uh, like the the movie about their life from Get Rich or Die Trying. Which Ooh. I pick. Which I picked Get Rich or Die Trying. Is that music biopic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. My so top you music. got my, okay. No, I'm ahead. saying which one? No, if y'all can only pick one though, and there's people in the room too, I want y'all to think about it. You got Eight Mile, you got Get Rich or Die Trying, uh, you got the uh, what's the other one? Uh, straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Bohemian and, Rhapsody. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, who else? He ain't acknowledging Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I don't know that one. That's a movie about Queen. I, I, I couldn't won put an Oscar for the best actor. I mean with them I feel like What three would y'all pick out of those Cause I can't put the, the Tupac best, and Biggie the in there Cause best, I don't think those was good The best music biopic to me was Ray Ray? Well yeah obviously. Jamie Foxx was fucking Ray Listen, I agree with okay, that Okay let me tell you something I don't I don't I ain't gonna say I, ain't I don't gonna say. know no Ray Charles music I like I mean, A-Mal I'll pick A-Mal for that Selena I might get canceled Selena. for saying that <laughs> Nah A-Mal is great A-Mal is good I mean but But A-Mal I don't know if it's a biopic it was more a uh, fictional picture. So what about Get Rich or Die Trying? That wasn't a biopic either. It was uh, it was a depiction of the rapper's life, but it wasn't a biopic. Like a, it was it was kind of like me reenacting things that might have happened in my like, life. Influenced by uh, true influenced story, by true but story, but it wasn't like like a biopic is like when someone plays so straight you, out of Compton. That was just that's a biopic because yeah. they got, they're playing. Easy either playing NWA. Like NWA playing them the MWA. Like, like Eminem playing Eminem played Rabbit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 50 Cent wasn't 50 Cent on Get Richard Dots, right? That wasn't his name, was it? It was somebody nah, else. It was that's Curtis, it. I think. They called him Curtis. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. But Notorious B.I.G., that's a biopic. Cause it's it's about Biggie. Eight Mile is not a biopic. It's about a white guy named Rabbit that raps. That's yeah. not Eminem. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So I would say the best biopic is Ray. Yeah. That's a good one. And if I had to put it in order, I would say Ray, Straight Out of Compton, and Bohemian Rhapsody. Those and are my Selena. three. No. <laughs> my 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 top three. My, my I'm gonna get my top five. My top five biopics in is Ray, uh, Straight Out of Compton, um, Bohemian Rhapsody. What's love got to do with it? Mm. What's love got to do with it? Don't. That shit was okay. incredible. And then um, the last one, I can't think of a music biopic that was like ill. I guess for Samira's sake, I'll say Selena. Yes. <laughs> Selena's. If you, J-Lo was Selena. Like, I'm pretty sure a whole group of kids grew up thinking that J-Lo was Selena. So she's played that role. One more question. Do y'all think bootlegs movies saved a lot of people's career to make them popular? <laughs> what? Like, like bootleg, bootleg movies. Like people bootlegging like Medea plays or bootlegging yeah, Paper I think, Soldiers. I, I, I think the bootleggers are the, are the underdogs of the day. I think they've, 
they've robbed a lot of people, but they've saved and put a lot of people and in spread position. it out. Yeah, a lot of people who didn't have the money to go to movies. And like, see think those about things, this. I'm gonna ask y'all a real it. question. Don't lie. Don't lie, Marco. Y'all seen the R. Kelly tape? Uh, like, back back then when it first came out, exactly. The yeah. actual so, one. The, the tape. Yeah, when it first like when so I was my in point middle is school, that everybody saw it, and it was a bootleg. It wasn't sold in stores. And it wasn't on the internet. It was like you had to get a copy of that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It was bootleg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Bootleggers, bootleggers. They were the word of mouth guys. You got everything from them. The internet was. They put a plug back in the day. Like you used to go meet them on two fifth or in front of the. I should sell porn. I used to be a bootlegger. I used you to go did? To, no, seriously. I used to go How to much did you sell the DVDs for? I'm going to tell you. So, Because <laughs> let me tell you a funny story. It's real talk. i never get this. So you would go to the porno spot and you would buy, they would sell, they would sell three for five. No, three, mm. three, for, three for five. It was like a dollar, two dollars per DVD, porno. And I would go, don't make it, I'm being honest, this is a true story. And I would like go to the bootlegger and then I would sell it on the corner for one for five, one for 10, two for 15, three for 20. And one day my uncle walks up to me in front of Discount Mall and he sees me. <laughs> Yo, How old are you? I'm, I'm like 20, I'm like 22 years old. Mm-hmm. So my uncle walks into the Discount Mall and he sees me he's like, hey, what's up, Raymond? How you doing? I was like, man, I'm good, man. He said, what you hanging out in front of here for? I said, I'm just hustling. He said, you just doing selling drugs? Nah, porno. <laughs> nah, porno. Just want to buy one. <laughs> he tells a story that he said, and I had Rock City with me, by the way. He tells the story. He walked away and he told his friend, man, I'm going to teach my nephew how to sell cars, man. He ain't going to shit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the biggest lesson you learned from selling pornos in front of them? Um, the biggest lesson I learned is you cannot have ego. Like, do you understand that I sold porn in front of the discount mall? Where I That was down the street from where I lived. Like, I should have went, me being a smart nigga, I should have went to fucking Gwinnett County somewhere. But I didn't have enough gas money to get up there. So I went to the corner that I was on and I was in front of the mall selling pornos. And for me, it was like, hey, man, I did what I had to do. And I'm going to tell you what made me stop going to the bootlegger. One day I was in a bootlegger and, you know, buying my bootleg movies. And mind you, I'm trying to be in the music business. And then Tip comes in with like five niggas from Grand Hustle and they just break the whole shit up. But they, because, you know, people were buying um, CDs also. I was selling the pornos. And Tip came in there and fucked the whole shit. I was like, man... And I remember seeing them walk in, and I remember went out the back. I was like, man, I can't let no music niggas see me. I can't let no music niggas ever see me coming out the bootleg spot. They're going to think I'm selling music. That's a true story, bro. I used to sell pornos. How about this? Last thing. I want to ask a question. Marco, what is the most embarrassing job or thing you did to make money before you became Funny Marco? Damn. <laughs> uh, knocked on doors and sold knives. Knives? I, yeah. The, uh, yeah, I remember that. But I didn't, I didn't know... No, fuck that. No, I used to hook up cable for a dude. He worked for Tom Water Cable. He said that basically this Tom Water Cable. If y'all know, they go out there and hook up cables. So this guy, he was known for looking for kids. Or like, I will pay you. Just ride with me, and I'll take care of you. So I worked for him for months, and he promised me a check. I was like, I was his pimp. No, his hoe. Yeah, I was his hoe. Hooking up cable. He sat in there. He told me how to hook up cable. I learned so good. He used to send me in there and he promised me money, but he re- they didn't never know. Like, that was illegal. Like, it's kind of like picking somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he just picked me up. He's like, bro, I'm going to promise you, I'm gonna, you're going to make thousands of money. He's like, don't give up. I got you. He said, it's going to come. He's just like, so I used to hook up cable for free. And then I finally realized when he, when he going to pick up equipment, he'll drop me off because he never took me to Wait, the... I want to know, when he came up to you, what was his fuel? Like, what exactly did this man say? He was just like, do you... I was, I was getting my car repo. 
He was hooking up cable in the neighborhood. He saw him. He's like, bro. He's like, you want to never go through that again? Yeah. He's like, I was like, I got something for you. Yeah. He was like, come work for me. And then he used to like be up at eight o'clock in the morning. So he used to pick up the cable box, blah blah. And I used to be in the car with him. <laughs> and he used to like, was he a he, molester? No, no, like no, no. A child molester. No, no. I was, no, I was still like in my twenties and shit. Okay. <laughs> So he never, it was never about say it was never weird. I just never got paid. He just like, but he was getting paid for the job I was did doing. You do this, that you wasn't like paid. three months. He didn't get paid for the whole three months. Nah, I didn't. He was giving me little shit like like hundred dollars and shit. Like <laughs> he was, but he I was no like, money. I'm like the money gonna come. It's gonna come. <laughs> and then he was like, you get paid off jobs you do. He's like, you gotta be quicker. He was like, <laughs> so I was getting better and better. I never said this story, but. To this day, I hated the zoo. He's from Baltimore too. Yeah, so, that's crazy. And I, it, oh, I put my boy on too. Oh my <laughs> so, god, Jared! I will call him to this day. It's crazy. Like Jared, Jared pissed off at you, bro. Jared. Jared to this day, Jared, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> I put Jared on too, so it was just like, bro, we gonna get paid. So I start promising him too. <laughs> I'm like, bro, he gonna pay us. Crazy as What's his new name? Because he probably in Kansas City doing somebody else right now. What's his name? I don't know, bro. I, I don't remember. I never really got his name. Baltimore. That's what he say. Call me Baltimore. <laughs> Baltimore. And then I could not tell nobody. He always picked us up in my neighborhood. And every time he go get extra boxes, even when we did jobs, he was like, I'm going to get him more equipment. I'm going to drop you off here. I'll be back. I so I, I thought he was the head of Tom Ward. He was like, I'm the big boss of the boss. But he wasn't. It was crazy. What made you get out of it? Like, what made you realize? Shit, that? when I realized, <laughs> I could, he was oh, like, because I was money. ready to get my car back. Dude, I was trying to make the money to get my car to repo. I'm like, fuck it. I'm not going to ever get my car out. Okay, okay. I'm going to tell you. You inspired me. I'm going to tell you the story. It's the funniest shit I ever did for money. I swear to God, it's a true story. So I was an intern, and this dude, he did marketing, and he came into the office that I was interning at. And he was like, yo, you know, my client, cool cigarettes. They want to do a focus group, and they just need you know, to get the 10 black people together, you know, that, that smoke cool cigarettes and, you know, they want to do an interview with us. So I was like, <laughs> I smoke cool cigarettes. I never, smoked, I never smoked a day in my life. I was like, I smoke cool cigarettes. Uh -huh. He's like, you think you get 10 friends together? And he said, the guy who hosts it gets 200 and every friend that shows up gets 100. Just an hour, they're going to ask you questions on camera. So I was like, oh yeah. And look, a dude came in and he was like, I like to smoke. I said I was I was 15 years old, <laughs> and then he was like, "So where do you get them from?" I said, "Everywhere, gas station. All I gotta do is go look for the camel on the front." And then my daughter's like, "No, no, nigga, the camel, not the camel. Right. You guys, camel oh, cigarettes." Oh man, I smoke so many cigarettes, y'all. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> Cool's my favorite man, but I got I smoke where I can smoke at that point. And I'm gonna get with 200. I think he figured out when I said that that this nigga is lying. But they still paid us, and that shit at 200 dollars got me through a month. That's the that's the worst thing. That's something. Yeah. That's the worst thing I've ever done for money. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that. Selling cigarettes is pretty down there. But in closing, I do want to end with a Ray quote, and I want you to explain it to us. I think it kind of ties into everything we spoke about. Um, so right before we started the show, you said something really meaningful, and you said, be unmovable, be an immovable object. Yes. Can you explain that to me a little bit more? So I feel like a lot of the times, I look at us like a lot of the times we are not successful because we are whatever the room requires us to be. Like, I feel like a lot of humans are like that, right? So I always ask people, I'm like, if I told you to go up the street to the ATM and, and take $1,000 out and then throw it in the air, you would say, no, that's stupid, right? Absolutely not. But we do it in a strip club. Mm -hmm. Absolutely That's not. because the environment controls us. Yeah. So I always tell people, don't allow your environment to control you. Be an unmovable object. 
Like, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to jump at an opportunity because you gave it to me. I'm going to jump at an opportunity because I wanted it. So when I hear people say, I got to go do this, I'm like, bro, be unmovable. You don't have to go do that. You are choosing to tell yourself you have to go do that, which means you're allowing yourself to be whatever the room wants you to be. So I just tell my people around me, be an unmovable object. Don't allow yourself to, don't go with the flow, be the flow. That's what, that's what that means. I like that. And Marco, can you tell us just like, what's a quote or a motivational line that you live by that you kind of, that keeps you going every day? Uh, I was on the plane. I just picked this <laughs> one up. Say he stupid. better not. Nah, better I got not. Go, 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 go. I got I one good one. I got one good one. No, no, no. I'm going to say okay. that. <laughs> now nah, I was on a plane and, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sitting, I'm like, and uh, actually too, I also want to uh, shout out to Ray too, because he also told me about when you actually do new things, you get to find out the experience and then you know if it's for you or not. Because I used to just remember, like, what's the point of sitting in first class if we all going to be on the same plane? It's just about being comfortable. Yeah, no, it ain't about that. It's just oh, about drinks. your lifestyle and, and what you want to do. And actually, it ties back. It's funny that I thought of that because I'm sitting on the plane and the dude was just like, you you want to know what most of these... He just... He randomly looked at me. He said, you know what? You want to know what's, most of these, what's wrong with these motherfuckers? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. No, I'm on a plane. The dude just... I'm just like... And he's like... And I'm like, what? He's like... People just don't understand. Action produces information. And he was just like, people want information with no action. And I'm sitting there thinking, he was just like, me and you can wonder all day how it is to cross that street. We can argue all day. Well, I think you can get hit by a red car. I can get hit by, like, we can argue all day. But until we cross that street, that's when we get the information. That is amazing. So, a round of applause. That is amazing. So, and what it ties back to that is just saying, like, some people want to know how or why or this and that. And just, you have to do it and then you have information. So, that's what I'm learning too as well. It's just kind of like, I like how would I be if I wake up at seven o'clock every day? You know what I'm saying in the morning? Would I get more done? I can wonder that all day. If I eat, you know what I'm saying? If I start eating right, would I feel better? But once I start doing it, that's the information I'll be able to give. And that's just like now, you know what I'm saying? From anybody, even from you and how we got in this room, like you got in that car, you believe in it. You know what I'm saying? That gave you action to get information to get where the hell you got to go. So people just got to start knowing that people ask for information without doing the action. So do the action, receive the information. I love that. That was, I, that. I, I that thought he was going to say something silly. That was actually no. good. And I'm, now it's that quick. I'm going to use that. That's because yeah. he's not funny Marco today. He's just Marco. Marco. Oh yeah. So Marco, funny Marco is funny, but Marco is about his business. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sometimes you got to just tell niggas, you ain't talking to funny Marco no more. This Marco here now, nigga. Yeah. Period. And actually just believe in yourself too. Like, you know, I sit in the room with Ray. I remember what was this probably like five, what, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, I'm gonna tell you this now. I don't need you. <laughs> like, Gives very much rage. Yeah, so I'm looking. I'm like, well, that's fucked up. But he was like, but we can need each other. Yeah. But in that, at the end of the day, I don't need you. So always be around people that don't need you. But y'all realize what we can do together. We need each other. That's exactly. like Kane and Undertaker. Mm. Undertaker is Undertaker. Kane is that. <laughs> but when you put them together, they the tag team champions. So that's what you gotta understand. That's a really like, good analogy. I'm just telling you, like, but I'm saying you can do your own thing. But at the end of the day, and people are needed. Like. Have somebody say, I don't want to use you. Like, no, want to use me. But understand that you're going to get used back. Have something for me to use, too. Mm. Like, people are getting used in the world. People take the wrong use word in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm using everything. I'm using anything. Like, I'm using my car. You know what I'm saying? And I'm using my money. You know what I'm saying? And the money I use, it comes back to you. So, understand, the word use is the best word you can use. But at the end of the day, just make sure you get used back. And it's like a revolving door. Yeah, so, I'm a, I like that. 
One hand it. washes the other. One hand washes the other. Both hand washes the face. Right. Exactly. That's how it goes. Can't do it with one hand. Amen. Thank you for sitting down with us, Funny Marco. Once again, I am a girl from Harlem, aka Tamara. And this is Ray Daniels, the culture referee. And this was the funniest show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Funny Marco. And shout out to our guest, Funny Marco. Marco and I have been working together. It's like he's really like family. Yeah, he gets mail to my address still to this day. <laughs> <laughs> he gets mail to my address to this day. That's how much family we are. And I love this dude. I'm proud of him. And I like I, I just can't wait for the future for him because I really feel like he's going to be one of those culture influencers, creators, and he is fucking fearless. And I think in order to be successful like he is, you got to be fucking fearless. So shout to you, Marco. I'm proud of you. I love you, my brother. And whatever you need, I, I got you forever. And that's on record now, so I can't go back on my word. <laughs> Here come a Zell request. Oh, can I say something? Can I have a confession before we leave? Go ahead. Walmart, this, this. Uh, <laughs> so look, <laughs> look. I never told you the story. It was funny. So one time, y'all, this is uh, first time I host the uh, BET Awards, um, the Street Talk. Yeah. Um, so I'm in LA, and I'm just like, I'm down there, and I got I got some money in my pocket. So I'm like, I gotta come nice. I gotta come like, let me cash out. So I go in the store. I buy two pair pair of uh, two chains reaction. This one they was cracking. This around the time the the Versace reaction ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the big the, the the big shoes So I buy Two of those So I'm in the mall I'm like feeling good About myself I'm like damn like, I'm at B2 I'm like spending money So then <laughs> So then I'm I'm walking out And I see the dude With the little uh, Playing the little thing okay. So I'm like Oh fuck I can get my money back no, So I can spend more money <laughs> So I'm playing with this dude and then like Jim Jones' son was there too. They all playing. So now I'm influenced. That's why I say I see them doing it. I'm like, let them know. I let, let them know I got money too. So I'll yeah. start playing too. So I lose money. I'm like, fuck. So then I end up getting one right. But the dude said, uh, but he says, like, you guess it, but you gotta show me you got it. So this time I'm out of money. I'm broke as hell. I'm like, I ran out of money in LA. I called Ray. I said, Ray. I said, can you send me a thousand dollars? Like, what the fuck do you need a thousand dollars for? I'm with my family right now. So I'm like, I can't explain. So I, I can't explain it to him. So he sends the money. So then I go back to uh the the play it again. I lose that too. I'm like, fuck. So then Ray calls me the next day. He said, Listen, I don't mind you asking for money. He was like, it's like, but I'm fucking busy. On Sunday, don't call him. Weekends, that's family day. And that's one thing. When you're around <laughs> successful people, you start to learn. Like I'm building myself. When you're around people and you see they got habits, like why those habits? Why do you got those habits? So now I'm learning, like, okay, like even on weekends, don't fuck with me. Like I, I got it for real. Like I went with my family. But overall, it was just funny that overall, I just want you to know that I needed that money right there. And because, yeah, I was, I, I was gambling all one little little ball, so I lost it all, you know, so that I was it. I need to hear that story. Thank you. All right, all man, right. I appreciate y'all fucking with the show. Let's do it. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.